Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ plus communities. This is Well, 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 brought to you by the team from Thorn Harbour Health on Joy and the Community Radio Network. Here on Joy and the Community Radio Network, you're with Jack, and I'm joined now in studio by Sam Dangate from TJN Gyms. Welcome to Well, Well, Well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, we're talking about, uh, as I mentioned, TJN Gyms, but also an event you've got coming up very shortly. Um, I, I guess before we get into the detail of that, where did your uh, health fitness journey start and, and um, what pushed you to, I guess, uh, put together a, a place, uh, a space and, and an event like this? So I've been extremely passionate about advocacy and accessibility for many, many years. Mm. So keep, keep that in mind as we kind of step back a little bit as we start <laughs> to talk about story and timelines. Um, my family has always been very involved in movement and sport over the years, you know, weekend sport, things yep. like that. I, as a, at the time, was a very... Um, there was no way you couldn't tell I was the only queer kid in the village. Right. Uh, and, you know, initially playing sport as a kid, but then starting as I uh, was starting to grow up and then starting to um, identify a lot more visibly queer, there was starting to become a lot more accessibility issues, a lot of boxing out of spaces. And then when I moved into my transition, right. uh, I was actually kicked out of um, gym spaces just for living authentically. And this was, I guess, for context, almost 15 years ago. Right. The world was very different then. Yeah, it was. Very, very different. And I lived in a more rural setting, a lot further away from cities, a lot further away from visibility. And there was a lot of lack of understanding. Right. And I'm the type of person when you tell me no, I am absolutely going to work my way there myself and somehow make it a yes. Um, So that... By being turned away from that that space, it very much lit a fire because I fell into health, fitness, movement, strength as a way of, I guess, you know, uh, grounding and anchoring myself through the storm that was transition mm. um, of, of the time. And physical uh, movement uh, was a affirming euphoric experience yep. and a learning of what my body was going through, how it was changing and kind of reconnecting again with right. myself. W- were there struggles, I guess, along the way there as well? In in what respects, do you mean? Uh, I, as you, you say, as you were transitioning, mm-hmm. uh, you called it kind of a euphoric experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always, I, I suppose, in uh, fitness uh, journeys generally, th- mm-hmm. there is like the whole point of it is that there's resistance as well. Yes. You were navigating uh, how your body changed, I guess, in that mm-hmm. sense as well, I guess. Um, yeah. w- did you find that that was more empowering than necessarily um, difficult to work through? Uh the way I kind of phrase it is 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 finding a um, finding a constant that you can hold on to. So mm. for me, and the analogy I always use, and what was really grounding from me for me in this process. So while I was going through medical transition, and as my body was changing, as everything was I didn't know what to expect what was happening Mm. and it was a very unknown experience so a lot of uncertainty and not a lot of clarity but still to this day and it's a reason why I'm still so ingrained and passionate about um, movement health and fitness for transgender diverse people is 
it doesn't matter what body you are, where you've come from, what your experience is, that 20 kilo bar will always be a 20 kilo bar. Mm. It moves or it doesn't. Yep. You pick it up or you don't. And that is a that was a very calming thought for me. Mm. And regardless of what is going on in the spin of the world, whether it was prejudice, whether it was navigating the health system, whether it was, you know, not understanding what was happening with my body or how to retouch back into it, this was always the same. And that's very, very important to me and which was, again, further spurred on by then not being able to access these spaces and these services. Mm. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> we, no, not, not about that's it. That's not the right answer. That, that's no. We're going to start again. And that, that interaction, so to speak, mm. has literally created the pathway to... This virtually this event here today. Be- before we get to the event, I guess, you're talking about that, that fitness journey, but um, you said uh, it was 15 years ago. Mm. It was a very different place. Mm-hmm, uh, being mm-hmm. in a regional rural setting, that kind of, you know, changes the, the picture mm. and the expectations a little bit as well. Mm. Um, what was some of the, the first um, opportunity to connect with community, the, like trans and gender community, mm-hmm. um, I guess, within that context. Then? Um, I, <laughs> wow, that good, I'm huh? like, hang on, yeah. I, said, I, I, was, I was the only trans person that, that I knew in mm. my vicinity, at least definitely in my friendship group. Mm. Um, I am very grateful that things like YouTube and stuff were in Starting its infancy. Totally. Yep. Absolutely. And I am very grateful right now that I have a lot of you know, quote unquote, my age group, so to speak, mm. tenure, not chron- chronologically on, as I said, in the transition process that people, like I've connected with a lot more people now, mm. but it wasn't until about five years on medical HRT before I actually met another trans person face to face. Right. So every every interaction, every bit of connection was 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 online in, in some form yes, or another. Of yeah. And while it was, you know, surrounded by a lot of other queers, so to speak, in friendship circles and yep. things, there wasn't that physical representation you know, my, my first exposure to trans mask humans was Max from L Word season one back in the like the original. We won't comment on how well that visibility no. is, no. <laughs> but that's all we had. That's all that's all I had. Yeah. And that's where we started to connect the dots and Daisy chained up from there. So you said that was kind of the first opportunity to connect with transgender community Mm -hmm. generally. um, When did you bring those two worlds together, fitness and TGD? So um, fitness, initially it was, you know, it it was a selfish pursuit. I was trying to learn my own body for me to try Mm. and understand um, and, you know, really reconnect with myself and start to, and I really, really started to enjoy, you know, the physical affirmation that came with just working with, you know, picking up the heavy things and putting them back down again. Yep. Your, your body is going to somewhat change. Um, and that aligned really strongly with my definition of mm. affirmation for me. Um, I identify as a binary trans man. Not everybody does. It's no. a spectrum. It's beautiful. There's all different ways in and around. And I also learned through this, the um, from, a, from an affirmation perspective, there are so many things that we can do through learning to understand how your body works like a map and using these tools to start to navigate Ah, the journey for yourself. Right. So there is a lot that can be done for those that wish to from an aesthetic affirmation perspective, also definitely just a mental health perspective, you know, the feel-good chemicals that all kind of comes from it. And it's... It's that 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 range of service, that that opportunity, that access to, to this world that mm. I'm really passionate about giving because we've been get gate kept for so long because of fear, prejudice, 
all of the things that, you know, as queer people in general, not just trans and gender diverse humans, mm. we still experience to this day. Were you still, exper- I, I guess, were there still those experiences of, um, we were speaking, I actually can't recall if it was before or after we started um, recording around being fenced out of fitness spaces mm-hmm. um, as, as someone who's trans and gender diverse. Mm. Um, I guess was that really one of the leading reasons that you decided you decided to put together T Gen Gems? That that is a catalyst, like almost period and point that I still draw on today. Yep, um, it's extremely important for me to you know base the the last ten years of, of this journey, so to speak, working. So it's been yeah a little bit over. It's been a bit over ten years. Um, working towards building this, but I've been working in this industry for about 10 years or so now. So 10 years of work to get to this point now. Um, That fire started then before Mm. I even moved into the industry. It was always, wasn't sure how, wasn't sure what the go was, et cetera. Didn't necessarily visualize it was going to be my own brick and mortar space. But there was a, I need to do something here because this isn't right and I'm over it. So tap into the fire and use it when you can in a way that's not going to consume, but to kind of keep you moving through the marathon that Mm. this is in advocacy and accessibility spaces. I guess to that end, Mm. what is T-Generation Gyms? Gym gym singular at at this point? Sir, maybe in future we'll go more than one. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've had two renditions already. So um, we've been, I've been coaching, as I said, for a little bit over 10 years now. Uh, We've had a brick and mortar space uh, for about 18 months. We were initially first set up in Coburg North and have now moved to Brunswick um, in Victoria um, for mainly just a a service provision and a needing to grow because of the the, the needs of the community and the amount of space that's there. The place wasn't big enough. Um, So TGen Gyms, the whole purpose, the whole space is a safe and open uh, access to the world of fitness, movement, training, body autonomy. Um, It is not our job to tell you what your goal is. It is our job to tell you, is it safe? Is it Mm -hmm. realistic? Give you the information to make your decisions from there. We specialize a lot with pre and post affirmation work, work interlinked with a lot of the surgeons um, and a lot of the health providers as well. Um, And it's very much either small group, um, like team training or private coaching. And we have definitely moved into um, the space of, as it being able to cater to and look after a lot of our neurodivergent humans mm. and um, especially because of that overlap with community it's a very um, sensory safe space um, and very um, client centered and, and focused with that high consent model you, you were saying that you know you're not as uh, trained as I imagine mm. telling uh, the people who come to you you know what you should be trying to aim for for people who maybe are not as well versed in um, what is reasonable, what is, you know, like maybe an overly ambitious goal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anyone in particular. Like, I've, <laughs> I know what you're talking I've, about. No, no. I, like I've, I've walked into a gym like two or three times mm-hmm. and I've always found it like pretty uh, intimidating, I suppose. And mm-hmm. so having someone say this is kind of a reasonable goal, but mm-hmm. then it, it kind of overwhelmed me, I guess. How does that change the journey for people that come to you for help and go, what should I be doing? And you're like, okay, hang on. Mm-hmm. What do you want to accomplish here? How does it change that that relationship, I guess? Well, very similar to the way you just kind of said it there. In So professionally working in commercial gyms for many, many years, I won't rattle off who they are, um, <laughs> but spent a lot of time in some of the high-end chains that you've seen. Yep. And in my opinion, I guess the 
in spaces and the reasons why I've opened my own space because of the cultures that they've created mm. and the toxicity of the industry in general. So I spent a lot of time, many years, learning how all that works, seeing all, and seeing exactly why mm. most of our community won't walk anywhere near it. The um, impact of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it starts very, it's, it's really... For us, it's just about flipping some of that initial stuff in the beginning. It's, you know, it's not what are your goals are? Do you want to come, you know, get Jack, do this, etc. Yeah, That's yeah. quite horrible. Our first question is, how can I help? Right. I'm going to put that seat back into, in, uh, you know, I'm going to put that ball back into your court. Tell yeah. me what you'd like, yeah. what you achieve. This is, you know, I said, I am, I am not the expert in your body mm. at all. Um, just because it may look good, so to speak, to me in terms of a movement capacity and things like that. I have no idea what's happening internally. Yeah. I have no idea what you're doing outside of this the gym here. It's, you know, I might see for 45 minutes for an hour, two or three times a week. Yeah. You have a whole life out there. There's so much more. So There is so much more. And yeah. it's, it's that understanding of it. It's, you know, the the time that you spend there is a does not give me the full picture of who you are and how I can kind of help. And it's, you know, I, it doesn't matter whether you've walked into the space or not. We'll, coaching is a collaboration. We'll mm. work that out together. It's not a dictatorship. Um, and it doesn't matter what language you have, especially if you have never had access to the world, how would you have the language to be able to explain? And that's, yep. that's what we're there for. So it's like, how can I help? And it could be anything from, I just want to feel better to this affirms me. What can we do here in this space with this shape, et cetera? Um, I do always start with the caveat, like I'm never going to lie to anyone. This is not Instagram. We're not talking about, you know, tummy teas and the horrible reasons of, you know, diet culture, et cetera. But I'm also not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, myself, and I'm very grateful now in a position now that I do have a couple of coaches working with me, and we spend a lot of time researching, talking, going through the science, going through the evidence, um, as, as little of it's out there, unfortunately, but mm. the research is getting better, um, especially from a HRT perspective, to be able to provide this information, to be able to tell you if it's realistic or not. Um, I don't want to set anyone up with unrealistic expectations. I, I want to, you know, if it's going to take X amount of time to get here, here's what your recovery is. Yep. This is you telling me what you want. Here's the list or right. here's, here's the journey. What would you like to do? Here on Well, 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 you with Jack and Sam Denkate from TGen Gym. Stick around. We've got more coming up in just a moment. From HIV to COVID-19, STIs and everything in between, you're listening to Well, Well, Well on Joy and the Community Radio Network. Still with us here on Well, 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 Jack in the studio with Sam Dangate from TGen Gyms. You were talking a little bit earlier about um, neurodivergent clients, I mm-hmm. suppose. What, I guess, unique challenges does that pose to you as trainers in that space? Mm-hmm. As a coach? So, uh, it, it obviously, it's all dependent upon the person. Um, everything from sensory, so fluorescent lighting mm-hmm. in a lot of commercial spaces is quite horrible yeah. in general. <laughs> not, but first of all, not flattering. It Don't love that. homophobic lighting. <laughs> like, hateful. No, hateful lighting. Um, so, we have a lot of warm ambient lighting in our space that I can dim yep. at any particular time. Right. I have um, light blocked out blinds as well. I look after a few sensory clients that I lock the doors, I turn the lights off, yep. I pull everything down, music is off. Mm. Um, there is a there is a culture created within our space that is set up from point of induction uh, in the whole way through that at any point, um, if there is a sensory concern or if we need to bring the volume down in the space, mm. the group, everyone will do so. Right. The coaches either need to click a finger or just be like sensory check everyone and it is known to just 
bring pull, it all pull back, back. pull yeah. back for everybody um there is a really great culture about war you know warnings and awareness of hey there's going to be some bangs here mm. um i encourage everyone to bring their either their earplugs or their noise cancelling headphones at all in part of the brief and things like that and as we get to know our members well, we'll be able to read how they are as they walk in. Um, you know, there's a joke with some of our 6am crews, especially because our 6am team, are, you know, and I have consent with saying all of this, all of them pretty much have ADHD. They, it's, it's a med check first thing in the morning. They call themselves the ADHD gremlins. And I walk in as dad being like, <laughs> who's taking their meds? Come on. Yeah, have you slept? Coffee, meds, what's happening? Okay, good, fantastic. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> and it's just having that openness and that dialogue, removing that stigma, having those discussions, um, being comfortable that our members can talk about their needs and, and how as a coaching team with our regular training and development, our teammates, we work through and we workshop this almost at a weekly point to um, and we're also trying to get the gym NDIS pre-approved and funded as well. So yeah. it's, it's a it's a process and a half as it is. Um, but that's a, definitely the um, leaning into that space while it wasn't necessarily um, a, a choice. It's a happy move that had mm. just come through experience and intersectionality in our community. Um, I, I guess we're talking uh, about TJ and Gems in part because mm. uh, the Trans Takeover is the mm -hmm. name of the event that's, mm -hmm. that's coming mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. um, there is something of a focus, I understand, on powerlifting, I guess, within that event. Yes, yes. Um, I, I guess, uh, where did the kind of drive to... Um, kind of focus on powerlifting in that way come from? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, same thing, inaccessibility yep. or really bad, uh, really poor experience um, that I've either seen from the community or this one particularly was. So as, as time went on with coaching and just I'd like to dabble in a variety of different movements mm. just to experience and see and you know I get bored or am I going to do this now I'm going to play with that now so you know I've dabbled in CrossFit and Muay Thai and strength training lots of different things over the years and through love of um, lifting and meeting some really really amazing people in community I kind of fell into powerlifting right um, uh, and that was probably about four years ago or so the best way I describe powerlifting is it is a team sport played by individuals. Right, okay. And the, the quick premise of it is you get three attempts across three main lifts, your squat, your bench, your dead. Yep. Barbell lifts, you get three attempts to lift as heavy as you can, and yep. you're trying to compete for the biggest total. So the biggest weight across all three. Yep. It is usually, um, unfortunately, gendered and weight class based. However, this is a non-sanctioned, non-gendered, not weight class event. And because of especially... Um, all of the contention around trans people in sports, uh, you know, we could go on to that for, oh, for yeah, ages. That's its own, episode, that's its yeah. own, own discussion. Um, there was, when I initially, when I had my first powerlifting competition, I had to call up um, some of the big wigs and virtually almost plead my case uh, as a trans person because it was tested federations. Right. Um, and because I'm on medical HRT, I obviously need to do the pee in the cup, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And basically I was in that conversation, I was dehumanized, not told that I'm a real man. So you can do it. It's just lots of all those things, um, which again, sparked the, hmm, Okay, we think we're going to do this ourselves now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was, again, further cemented with, obviously, the last political track, um, that whole election campaign, then moving into Olympic sports, etc. And I got sick of waiting. Yeah. Um, I am very much a believer in, you know, I'm just going to build it myself. And you come along with the journey, don't have to. I'm not going to wait to be invited to a space. Mm. I will create my own. Right. And this was... 
within within Australia, we there's a lot of yeah contention around sports, especially in terms of HRT and fairness and guidelines, and that's its own separate conversation. But we have never within it's twofold because also powerlifting links directly back into again for me the bar moves or it doesn't it doesn't mm. matter what the body is yep. the gender of the person etc it's a it's an equalizer um as well as all the great chemicals that come with that but then also um i guess within community in general especially transgender diverse people we know the slog is hard yeah. There is a lot going on. We are hitting, getting hit from different angles and different sides. And when we turn on the TV, the media, it is stories of struggle. Extremely important, absolutely. But if you, you cannot be it if you cannot see it. I want to start showcasing joy. I want to start showcasing resilience. I want to start showcasing strength that the kids coming through do not have to live a life of... Not or, knowing kind of what's ahead of them? It, not so much what's ahead of them or the you're in for a life of turmoil right. and despair yep. because that is all you see because that's where you're going to end up. And that is the narrative that I want to change. So by pulling together a sport um, that is nothing but just absolute egging on in the best possible way, a lot of, a lot of um, community camaraderie, bringing that to our people in a big event, especially at the start of Trans Awareness Week. Mm. So a celebration of resilience and community. Let's get amongst it. Like I want to, and cause this is gonna be live streamed as well. So for accessibility, anyone can look at it anywhere. And you know, if we put a smile or give hope to one rural kid in the middle of nowhere that believes they can get out of where they can and be something more than they are now, job's done. We are closing in on Trans Awareness Week. Mm -hmm. um, I guess in, in light of that, uh, tell us a little bit about Trans Takeover and what, because you, you spoke broadly to yes. powerlifting there. What is Trans Takeover? Okay, so the Trans Takeover is on the 13th of November, kicking off at 10 a.m. It is a power, it's a powerlifting exhibition competition and a mixed event um, day. So we'll be having a community barbecue. We'll have some art stalls there. We're going to have um, a few community organisations coming out. Um, and then, obviously, all of the lifting throughout the day. Yep. Uh, we've got awards. We've got medals, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm currently fighting comp brain as well because I'm competing too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, your body starts to and your mind starts to leave you as you're starting to lift heavier and heavier and heavier. But <laughs> Checked <laughs> out. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what day of the week is it? Is. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and then all of that is culminating at the official after party afterwards at Pride of Our Footscray. Right. So we're having a big party, big event to kick it all off. Again, everything coming back to strength, resilience, celebration, joy, uplifting. Like, give us a good time. I want to see smiles on faces. I want to see our community winning, fighting and winning. So that again, that bar comes up or it doesn't. We're going to watch that fight. And it's I'm, I'm really, really excited with all the lifters. How can people um, support the event if they're not necessarily... Like if... Actually, no, to, to that end, because I was going to say, if they feel intimidated, I guess, by mm -hmm. um, fitness spaces, I yep. guess, in that way. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I'll give you a bit of a hint. Let's go, yeah, right, yeah, let's right. go with it. Okay, so um, this whole event is being put on, paid for, put together by community of community. Yeah. So as soon as you walk into the space, it's going to be decked out with all the queerest posters in the universe. So you're going <laughs> to see some visibility. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, our amazing allies and friends over at the Strength Fortress have pretty much said, make it as queer as you like. And I'm like, babes, I got Hell you. yeah. Got you. Um, we've got the amazing uh, Ms. Bananas, uh, an amazing trans performer who's going to be mistress of ceremonies. Um, she's going to be kind of 
emceeing the whole kind of comp. All of the lifters are trans and, and non-binary humans. Um, it's as it all of the services provided, everything from you know the coffee cart to um, massage therapist are all trans and gender diverse humans as well. Um, it's so you can physically attend. Mm. Um, there'll be door tickets, or you can buy online. Again, that's a, a COVID capacity. Again, just making sure. Yep, yep. we've got. Um, earplugs there as well because it's going to be quite loud yeah banging on the floor music i unfortunately can't control um i can't be like please put the 200 kilos down very quietly yeah. uh, <laughs> doesn't quite work that way safety first yeah um, so there are options for those that obviously bring all of your sensory reduction equipment as you need to um but we are live streaming it as i mentioned before right. if it's a if it's a location or a, a potential illness or anything like that for our compromised fam at home yeah you can absolutely log on to be on via youtube um, and check the TGen socials and everything for all of those links coming up. Um, <laughs> again, any sort of community event um, does require money, and mm. I am I am not a trust fund baby. <laughs> um, paying for paying for this, you know, as as we kind of go um, through the links, there is um, donation options there too, because any of the um, proceeds that go beyond um, paying for the event will be donated to Crew uh, Pride and Black Rainbow. Yeah as well so there is absolutely an option there um otherwise and you know we've got some amazing community sponsors that have kind of helped out with all of this and they're just happy to kind of help with our community and stuff as well um but otherwise yeah contact me or contact the gym if there's any other questions or concerns in terms of the event party um if people want to find out more uh you mentioned that there was a website and the socials where can they go to find out more yep so you can either head to instagram at t generation gyms or at sammy underscore t gen for me i can ask questions at either or hit us up on uh training.com. that's probably the best way to get in contact with us or email at info at tgenerationtraining.com Sam Dengate from TGen Gyms. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 supported by Thorn Harbour Health on Joy and the Community Radio Network. For more LGBTIQ plus health and wellbeing and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website thornharbour.org. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.